Hello, you're listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this message. Hello, Facebook family. It's Pastor Robinson. I am so glad to be back with you again on today. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I need you to determine within yourself that you will rejoice and be glad in it. I didn't say everything would be well. I said you could make the decision that you're going to be glad in it. So I am happy you're with me on today. And there is a word from the Lord that I'm excited to share with you. But we're going to pray so we can get started. So Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you again for another opportunity to be with your people. Father, I thank you that you are not confined to brick and mortar. You are God that is everywhere. So even on today, through this means of Facebook, that we can connect through the word and connect in faith. God, so I thank you that the word today will find good ground. Yes, it will. Good ground, good ground. And it shall bring forth much fruit and that fruit shall remain. So Father, I come against all distractions. I come against uh, draw in our scattering minds. Keep us focused to what you have to say to us today. And when we lead one another, we know we shall be better. So we thank you in advance for it in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Well, well, I am excited about the word of God on today because we are facing some challenging times. We are smack in the middle of some challenging times. It seems like every day there's one other challenge that we have to come against and figure out and alter our lives. But we have the ability, and I want to talk about it today, to bounce back. Wow to bounce back. Now I'm going to tell you, I have a little prop and I love props. Not that I'm just playing with a toy, but I love props. I love props because I too am a visual learner. And so this helped me so, and it blessed me so, um, to understand what it means to bounce back. I want to talk about us being resilient today. What in the world does the word resilient mean? And what does it mean to bounce back? You may have heard that phrase, but for me as a believer, what does that mean? Well, I want to talk to you about that today. And resilience, let's start with that word. Resilience is of a person, the ability of being able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. To be able to withstand or recover from difficult conditions conditions. Now, without there being any pressure placed on this ball, I have a nice little ball. It keeps its shape. It looks much better like this. Seems like something that is, it is well proportioned. They even have the colors on there painted and all. So with no pressure, it looks better, honestly. But every now and then the ball was made to withstand some pressure. So I squeeze my hand and I apply pressure. Now in this condition, the ball doesn't look as attractive, not even fun to play with. Almost I would throw it away. So, but the ball within itself is built and made to withstand pressure. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We as people of God are built and made to withstand some pressure. Yeah, we are. Nobody likes the pressure, but we have the ability through Jesus Christ to bounce back. I don't care what we're going through. 
I know is pressing on us. And I know my life doesn't look the same. I know this pandemic has put some pressure on people that they have never felt before. But guess what? We have the ability to bounce back. We do. We have the ability. I want to talk about what do I do when it seems like I'm, I'm asking God to do something and I'm not getting the answer that I, I want him to give me. I have the ability to bounce back from that. I have the ability to be resilient and withstand the pressure of not getting the answer at the time I wanted it. What happens? We're going to talk about someone in the word of God. Well, what happens when life seems to be bringing all types of pressures that you didn't even bring on yourself? There are times when things are happening to you and pressures come and you say, God, where is this coming from? And why is this happening? You have the ability within yourself to bounce back. And so I want to talk about that on today. And so I want you to go with me for a few minutes in the word of God, because remember that everything has to be based on the word of God. It's not just talking happy talk and, and trying to give you um, words of encouragement and just to boost you up. The only thing that's going to boost me up where I can withstand is the word of God. So I want us to go to the word of God. And I just want us to look at a particular scripture, Matthew chapter 15. And this example is I want to talk about a lady that went to Jesus and she was asking him or beseeching him, needing him to do something. And his response wasn't, we would almost say Christ-like or what she was looking for. But what did she do? What, what do you do and how do you respond when you go to him, when you have a pressure and something is going on and it appears like he's not answering the way you thought he would. I heard he's a loving God. I heard he's a merciful God, but it's not happening. So what do you do? What does she do? So Matthew chapter 15, and I'm starting at verse 21. And it says, then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sodom. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. His disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first read this scripture, when I think about it, it's like we were taught to go to Jesus. He's a loving and kind and merciful God. He will answer and he will hear our cry. He will answer. And, but this lady went to him and she acknowledged who he was. Have mercy on me, O Lord, that son of David. She runs to him, not, not being prideful, not being ashamed. She goes to the one that has the answer. So I'm crying out to him. And guess what? He doesn't say a word. Then the, the, his disciples with him have the nerve to say, send her away. It's like that is so totally opposite of what we know Jesus to be. I'm not really focusing on Jesus's response. Today, I want to focus on her response. Verse 24 said, but he answered and said, I am not sent. Now, finally, he says something, but I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then she came to worship him. So first of all, I go to him and ask him to do something about my daughter, her situation. At the beginning, he didn't answer her. The disciple said, send her away. But then he turns and says, I'm not even sent to deal with you or your people. 
Then came she and she didn't fuss. She didn't throw, put her hand on her hip and give him some neck motion and say, thought you supposed to be all that. She worshiped him. Lord, help me. Here's some pressure that's on this lady. There's pressure, there's pressure. But she knew she was with Jesus, the one that could give the answer. So even if I'm not getting the answer that I want the first time, don't you go anywhere. She had to be resilient. I wonder how many of us have gone to God in prayer. And because we did not get the answer we wanted at first, we walked away. Because we felt God didn't answer us fast enough, we got angry with him. She knew her daughter's healing meant more to her than anything she had to go through. And she knew Jesus was the answer. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what people say to you. Jesus is the answer. So if you have to stay there, eat some humble pie, be resilient, deal with some pressure, don't leave Jesus. He's still your answer. Even when he's not answering, he's still the answer. So she says, but he answered her and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Verse 27. And she said, try truth, Lord. Yet the dogs and the crumbs which fall from their master's table. She says, even the dogs eat the crumbs. Even the dogs. What you're saying is true. I'm not going to argue with you about that. But even the dogs eat the crumbs from which fall from the master's table. Verse 28. Eight, and then Jesus said unto her, watch this. Jesus could have answered her at first. Jesus could have sent the word and healed that daughter right then. Didn't even have to go see her. None of that. Everything he could have done. But look at how he responded to her resilience and her ability to take being ignored, to take being told to go away, to take being said I'm less than and compared to the dogs and I'm not, I'm not even supposed to be dealing with you. Get, look at how our master responded. Verse 28, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Wow. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. If you're going to see what God has for you, and you're really going to bounce back from this pandemic, and you're going to bounce back from these hardships you have been experiencing, you're going to have to learn to be resilient, to have that ability, to have the ability now to go back or recover quickly from difficult conditions. She determined, I'm not going anywhere. I hear the insult. I, I see my master appearing to ignore me. I hear the disciples say, send her away. But quickly, she had to bounce back. I can't wallow and cry. I can't say, woe is me. I have to hear that and still say, God, I know that. But still, even the dogs eat the crumbs from the table. Lord, help me. She's bounced back. And when she responded that way, Jesus called it faith. He says, great is thy faith. Be it unto you is what you said. And the daughter, the daughter was healed. Well, I want to talk about some characteristics of a resilient person. Characteristics. One is they, they are authentic. They, 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 which means that they understand the failures that I'm facing are things that I need to learn from. Failures don't define me. A failure is an experience, right? You fail at a class. Does it make you a failure? You failed at that experience. The enemy wants to say, you are a failure. No, I failed at that task does not make me a failure. The next characteristic of a resilient person is a person that is flexible. You got to be a flexible thinker. You have to be able to think outside the box. 
when that woman was talking to Jesus, she was able to go back and forth with her. She said, Jesus, I need your help. My daughter, my daughter is, is sick. He ignored her. She had to think on her toes. I can't go nowhere from here. He ignored me and they want to send me away. And then Jesus responded. Then he says, you know, I didn't come for you. She's like, I know that, but my daughter is sick. Lord, help me. Then Jesus says, you know, the dogs and compare her to that and the dogs. She said, even the dogs, I get that. Eat from the table. You cannot just wither up and die and take the first response. You have to be a flexible and a quick thinker. These are resilient people able to bounce back. Resilient people are those people that can go in the refrigerator and find a few things and make a whole meal. These are people that are resilient, be able to withstand and bounce back after difficult and challenging conditions. And then they have to be optimistic, meaning it's going to get better. It won't, all, it won't be this way always. No, it won't. I won't be dealing with these hardships like this all the time. I won't be robbing Peter to pay Paul all the time. I won't have to deal with rebellious children all the time. I'm going to be the mom that I'm supposed to be. I'm going to be the dad that God called me to be. And I tell you what, these rebellious children will soon submit. It won't be this way always. It won't be this way always. Eventually, I know the pressure is on now, but if I hang in there, I have the ability over time, I'm going to bounce back. Trust me. Money looked funny during the pandemic. Lost my job during the pandemic. Had some challenges. Pressures came, but I tell you, I'm going to bounce back back. So resilient people, it's important. And let me tell you, when I was studying and working on this lesson, I thought about people that we may know that are resilient people. Now, I want you to know from Walt Disney, Walt Disney, the company Walt Disney, believe it or not, we see these huge companies and we see people in their glory and we have no idea about their story. No idea. But Walt Disney, a cartoon animated pioneer weathered several major financial setbacks. Several. All we see is Disney World and the movies and all that stuff now, thinking, oh my goodness, no. Before he got to that, he had endured several financial setbacks. It says in the late 1920s and 30s, including losing rights to a popular um, character that he had, his company was $4 million in debt in the early 1930s. $4 million in debt. Now his turnaround came with barely enough cash to finance the project. Disney released Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Everybody knows them, understand? Sleepy, dopey, dumpy, everybody knows. It says in 1938, in the blockbuster movie, sprung the company out of bankruptcy and bankrolled the building of a new Walt Disney studio in Burbank, California. Listen to what he said. It says, you may not realize, this is his quote, you may not realize it when it's happening, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. One killer idea, one good idea can quickly make up for a series of flops. One good idea can make up for all the failures you've had. Resilient people. Now we all know about Disney and we see all the great stuff now and say, oh, they're billionaires, millionaires, but you don't know, it wasn't always back like that. What if he weren't resilient, having the ability to bounce back? There's another company called The Body Shop. And Roderick, the owner, a lady there, opened her first body, body shop, a beauty products company in Brighton, UK. In 1976, two neighboring funeral parlors didn't like the name she had given. They wanted to shut her down. But she said, Roderick fought back. 
by suggesting to local newspapers that she, that she was being picked on. And so her business picked up. But listen to what she said. This was so powerful to me. She says, if you think you're too small to make an impact, try going to bed with a mosquito. <laughs> I love that. I love it. If you think you and your abilities are so small, nobody's going to hear from you. Pressures are coming. And oh my goodness, you can't withstand anything. Oh, just a little low. You, it don't matter. Try going to bed with a mosquito. Mosquito will tear up your whole house. You can't even sleep. That little critter will mess your life up. When you think you're small, your impact is really great. She says, don't let minor setbacks throw you off course. And then here's another one. A lot of people know Mary Kay Cosmetics. After 25 years in sales, Ash, which is the owner of it, resigned in 1963, frustrated. Watch what, listen to this though. Frustrated that the firm overlooked her for promotions, even as men she trained rose through the ranks. Uh-oh. Now you want to talk to a sister? Uh-oh. Now listen to this. The turnaround came when Ash began writing an advice book for businesswomen and soon realized she was writing a business plan for herself. Mary Kay Cosmetics was born. The company reached 2.5 billion in wholesale sales worldwide in 2009. Listen to her quote. She says, for every failure, there's an alternative course of action. You just have to find it. When you come to a roadblock, take a detour. Lesson, some of the best ideas come out of personal experience. Oh my goodness. Resilience, 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 resilience. Some of the best, your unemployment. Now I'm not, you, you must work. You, you got to work now. But some of you have lost jobs and laid off jobs during this pandemic, which has forced people to think outside the box. I dare not say some people now are doing businesses that they would have never reached out into if they hadn't been laid off. Resilient. Stop putting the covers over your head and woe is me and I can't do this and what am I going to do next? Have some gumption about you. Get some resilience and bounce back. God has put in us the ability to bounce back. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but you have the ability to bounce back. Now, all of us know Joseph. All of us know the story of Joseph and Joseph went through a lot. His brothers didn't like him. He saw a dream, the favor from his father. He had the coat on. The dream said the brothers and the father, they're going to bow down to him. Joseph went, ended up being sold into slavery, uh, ended up in the palace. Finally, did I end up with, with being accused of raping or tipped into rape uh, my part of his wife. Oh, Joseph just had a hard time. But let me tell you what God said it, through all of that. If you read, his is one of the best stories of resilience. He never lost his ability to do what God said. He never lost his focus on what God said. Didn't look like it always. But in Genesis chapter 41, and I want to read from the message and then we're going to pray. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It says, so Pharaoh, verse 41, so Pharaoh commissioned Joseph. I'm putting you in charge of the entire country of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his finger and slipped it on Joseph's hand. And he outfitted him in robes of the best linen and put gold chain around his neck. He put the second in command chariot at his disposal. And as he rode, people shouted, bravo. Joseph was in charge of the entire country of Egypt. But God has spoke a long time ago, came to pass. But there were so many incidents between what God spoke and what I just read. Joseph had to keep being resilient. 
He could have caved in and quit while in prison and said, this is never going to happen. Never shared his ability to interpret dreams alter this future. But we as believers have to get to the point that we know God is putting us the ability to be resilient, to bounce back from adversity. We have that ability. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word on today. Yes, yes, yes. I have the ability to bounce back from the pressures that I face every day. I have the ability with you, Christ. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, gives me the ability to overcome. And so, Father, right now, I pray for your people. Father, I decree and declare that jobs and, and companies will be established. Inventions will be made. Great ideas will come. All because we are thinking outside the box. We, we are now under some pressure, oh God. But the best things, what's really in you, only comes out under pressure. And so, Father, I thank you for the wisdom and understanding. You cause us to triumph in everything that we do. Even under pressure, we have the ability to come out victorious. And so, Father, I thank you for that on today. I pray for all those husbands that are head of households trying to figure out how to make ends meet. Those single moms taking care of children. They have the ability, the resilience to bounce back, to make it work. Make something out of nothing. You have given us that ability, oh God. And so, Father, we thank you for it. Now, Father, on today, I pray, I pray, I pray that your people are blessed. I pray that your people would take the word and apply the word to their lives and watch you bring out the best that you have placed in them. Now, Father, on this week, make us a blessing. Make us a blessing. Allow us to share this word with somebody that feels like I can't take it anymore. The pressures are too great. We can share with them. No, no, no. With Christ, you have the ability to bounce back. So, Father, we thank you in advance for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, Facebook family, I have enjoyed my time with you on today. You know what I always say? It is important that we spend time with God. The word of God is what we need to live. It's like the oxygen to the believer. Yeah, yeah. It's not something we can barely. If I feed my flesh every day, if I feed food and I take it in and nutrients, I must have the word of God so I can withstand in these last days. So Father, I thank him. I thank him for the word of God, Dale. And I thank you for joining us. Now, I'm going to ask you next week, are you saved? Don't get offended. I'm going to ask, are you still loving Jesus? Because the enemy is going to come this week, but you know you are more than a conqueror. So on that note, have a wonderful week. Be blessed. And until the next time, love you. Thanks for listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. If you're interested in joining us on Sundays at 1 p.m. through our Facebook live stream, Simply type Life Worship Center in the search column. Make sure to check for the church's logo and hit the like button. You can also find us on YouTube as well, following the previous instructions, then clicking the subscribe button. Join us and be blessed. And remember, there's life in the word.